I'm Tanner Olson, and this is the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Here we talk about hope and heaviness, creating and continuing joy and sorrow, life and God, questions and answers, and everything in between. This is a podcast where you are invited to slow down, to lean in, to hold fast, and to eventually, to eventually keep going. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 56. Wow, episode 56 already. Well, thank you for being here. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast or left a rating and review, please go ahead and do so. Thank you to everyone who listened last week and shared the episode around, like I asked, that that really meant a lot. Uh, So hopefully we're welcoming in some new listeners to the podcast. This episode is gonna be well, it's going to be a little bit different. This episode is taken from my book, Walk a Little Slower. And if you haven't gotten your copy yet, well, well, maybe today is the day. I never recorded an audio book for Walk a Little Slower, so I've been using this podcast to, to share some of the writings and reflections that are found in the pages. Before the book was named Walk a Little Slower, the title, or the working title, was From Underneath the Camphor Tree. And I got to tell you, I loved the title, and you'll hear why throughout this episode. But the more that I shared the title with friends, the more I realized that I was the only one who loved the title. Not a lot of people knew what a camphor tree was or how to say the word. So eventually we landed on the title of Walk a Little Slower. And on this episode, I'd like to share a poem titled Camphor Tree, followed by a longer writing titled Hold Fast. If you have your copy, of Walk a Little Slower, well, you'll be able to read along if you would like to. Anyways, thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy the episode. Here is episode 56, titled Hold Fast. Out the back door of our childhood home grew a growing camphor tree. The sunshine crawled through the cracks in the bright green leaves, space created by the southern breeze. Below its wide canopy fell little black berries, but we were told to keep them out of our mouths like naughty words and dessert before dinner. To my eyes, the branches swayed like the fingers of giants pointing east and west, and I did my best to climb their arms with my little limbs pulling myself higher and higher before I was told to come on down. And no matter how many times I close these eyes, I can't get back to the way it used to be when I was eight and my brother was nine. And I'm still trying to close my eyes to get back to the way it used to be when I'd walk out the back door and find myself beneath the canopy of the growing camphor tree. And now that I'm back inside, I've come to realize I was never prepared to say goodbye to my childhood or that growing camphor tree. And I'm still trying to bring myself alive, to climb high, to hear my mom call me back inside and hear those three words. Come on down.
Leaves of green surrounded me as my fingers wrapped tight around the branch above. The sun made its way to the open spaces in the leaves, lighting my every move as I climbed higher. The blades of grass below began to get smaller as I made my way to the sky. I was seven and smiling. I was missing teeth but had everything I needed. I was fully alive. Our neighborhood backed up to a busy road bridging two towns. From the branches of the camphor tree, I would watch the cars pass by, waving to the truck drivers, signaling for them to honk their loud horns. From time to time, they would. And even though I knew it was coming, I'd get startled, almost falling. Our neighborhood wrapped around in a near-perfect oval, a row of houses on the outside and a row on the inside. On our block, it was as if the sandlot met the mighty ducks, a neighborhood full of young boys, bikes and ramps and skinned knees, swimming pools and Marco Polo and pruny hands and the echoes of boys yelling, fish out of the water, N64 parties and rumble packs and Cheeto dust coated fingers and crushed cans of Coca-Cola, basketball on the road and football in the front yard and cops and robbers up and down our safe street. Adventures from sunup to the flickering of street light posts, and on our luckiest nights, the waking of stars in the open southern sky. But it was up in that camphor tree where I felt fully alive. Above the ground, just below the clouds, there was nothing keeping me from being free. There wasn't a to-do list in my pocket. There wasn't a sin I was losing sleep over. There wasn't the fear of the unknown lurking in my mind. There wasn't a worry in the world. I was young. I was free. I was free to dream. I was free to rest. I was free to become. And most summer nights, as the stars began to peek their way through the black Florida sky, my mom would yell into the backyard, come on down. And I didn't want to. Dinner was ready, but I wasn't. I never wanted to leave the freedom found within the branches of that camphor tree. It had grown to become my sanctuary, my hiding place. The camphor tree in our backyard was planted a few years after I was born. Our limbs grew free beneath the Florida sun as we stretched towards the sky together. And some kids around the neighborhood had tree houses and play sets with swings. But I had all I needed in this tree. Freedom. Like Mowgli from the Jungle Book, I was wild and barefoot, home between the branches and adventure above the ground. Come on down rang in my ears as I gripped tight the branch above my head. I let my bare feet slip from the branch, leaving my legs to dangle feet from the ground. My fingers began to lose their grip as the bark dug into my worn skin. I held tight and counted down from ten. My feet hit the ground right after I exclaimed, One, and my back slowly slid down the trunk of the tree. I sat still beneath the canopy of the camphor tree before returning inside. There wasn't anything wrong with what was waiting for me inside our house. Parents who loved me, a brother who called me his friend, and a cat who sometimes, sometimes let me pet her. But I needed to soak up one final moment of freedom before going inside. I slowly ran my hands across the tops of the blades of grass. It was soft and growing and full of life, just like my seven-year-old self. I brushed my hands off and skipped my way to the door where my mom called from. I didn't know it at the time, but this wasn't going to last forever. Nothing seems to last forever. Basketball on the streets, 
N64 parties, jumping bikes off ramps, it would eventually come to a close. As children, parents and grandparents find ways to weave comments into conversations that would leave me to shrug my shoulders and go the other way. Comments like, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Enjoy it while you can. And, you know, one day, one day you won't be able to eat that. I didn't think it would, but they were right. They were always right. It seems like a blink of an eye ago I was among the branches of the growing camphor tree. My child-sized fingers wrapped around the bark as I dreamed about the future, and now the present has found me dreaming about the past. And most days, most days I want to be back in the branches of the growing camphor tree. I want to wave to truck drivers and beg them to honk their horns. I want my pockets and mind to be empty of to-do lists and worries. I want to greet the stars as they make their nightly appearance. I want to be seven and smiling again. And I want to hear my mom call from inside. Come on down. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Again, everything you just heard was in my book, Walk a Little Slower. If you haven't gotten your copy yet, check the show notes. You can find some links to Amazon or you can get a signed copy with some stickers from writtentospeak.com. Special thanks to Matt Daring for creating the music for this podcast. You can visit writtentospeak.com to check out the latest blog. Again, grab books or you can book me for an upcoming event. Or if you want to just send me a message, you're free to do so. You can do that at writtentospeak.com as well. And if you would like to support my work in this ministry, you can visit patreon.com slash writtentospeak to become a patron. Your monthly donations allow me to spread hope and announce love through written and spoken word. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much again for being here. Make sure to check the show notes before you go. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.